0: we're going to have Rabbi Artzin speak uh, and share a little bit of Torah this morning. But before he does, I want to I offer us um, some words, words of prayer for Israel and for peace there throughout the region and Israel and Gaza and for us here and for all of us. I shared with the community right after October 7th that we had learned that the beloved friend of our dear Schiffer Bronznick, Vivian Silver, had been among those who were abducted from her home in Kibbutz Be'eri. And for the last five and a half weeks, we have been praying for Vivian's safe return along with all of the 240 hostages who remain captive there. And we found out this week that Vivian's remains were identified on Kibbutz Be'eri, that in fact she was not taken into captivity, she died that terrible day. And it took a long time to identify her. And um, Jonathan Jacoby, who's here with us today, was an old friend, Jonathan, where are you? I saw you, hey. Was actually thankfully with Shifra um, when this news came in and I want to share today that thousands of people around the world have not only been praying for and holding Vivian throughout this time, just one of the 240 people, but also a person who dedicated her life to peace, who built an organization called Women Wage Peace, who worked with my dear sister, Devora in the work for many years, who built circles of partnership, friendship, love, and care around her. Thousands of people have been praying for Vivian for five and a half weeks, and thousands of people came together this week to grieve her death and to honor her. And when my friend Rabbi Sharon Kleinbaum in New York shared with me the eulogy that one of Vivian's dearest friends and partners in the work offered this week, a fellow peace activist, a Palestinian-Israeli named Hadir Hani, I knew that reading these words to this community on Shabbat would be the most powerful prayer for Israel that we could offer in the midst of this terrible time. So I share with you now the words of a Palestinian Israeli, a lover of peace, and a dear friend of our beloved friend, Vivian Silver. This is what she wrote. For 38 days, we clung to the hope that you're over there in Gaza, not far from us. We knew that you would survive the inferno. We knew that you would tell us about how, even in the dark tunnels, you continued to smile. You cannot dispel evil with darkness, you always said. Evil is dispelled with more and more light. Vivian, you were a beacon for us all. You taught us the most important lesson how to be human, how to see the other, the disenfranchised, those whose voices are unheard. Now we are in shock. How do we continue on from here? In the moments when everyone else was ready to give up, you were always a source of optimism. You who were there under every rocket, who knew the rounds of war better than any of us, continued to believe to know that there is no other way, that we cannot accept operations and war which only bring killing as the norm. You knew that it doesn't matter if we speak Hebrew or Arabic, it doesn't matter if we were born in the Gaza border or in the Gaza Strip. You knew that our futures and the fate of the residents of Gaza are tied together. That people who live mere kilometers from you also deserve a better life. Across the fence, you saw human beings. If you can hear us now, we want you to know that Hamas has not murdered your vision because you cannot kill compassion, humanity, solidarity, the yearning for a safe life. We must continue your journey, the journey toward everyone living a good and safe life in this homeland, to promise that October 7th never again repeats itself. I heard from friends who were at Vivian's funeral that this gathering was the first moment of comfort that they experienced since October 7th. Why is that? It is a cruel and devastating and heart-rending loss, the loss of Vivian Silver. But I believe that people found comfort at her funeral because all around the world, people know that to hold Vivian Silver's memory with love means to refuse to give up on the dream of a better way. And so in the darkest hours in the days ahead, I pray that we hear the words of Khadir Hani. I pray that we remember Vivian's own words and her work and that we together have the audacity to forge a path to peace when it seems most impossible. That is what it means to make Vivian's memory a blessing. That is the way that we honor and that we affirm that this beautiful spirit, this prophet, did not die in vain. Zichrano livracham. Amen. And now I turn it over to my friend and teacher, Rabbi Brad artson to offer us some words of Torah this morning.